Hi, this is Monica Reinagel, and you're listening to the Nutrition Diva Podcast. Thanks for joining me. Catherine writes, we all know that processed meat isn't good for us, but what exactly is the definition of processed meat? Is fresh sausage from the butcher with no added chemicals still processed? How about the organic lunch meats that have no added preservatives? And what about local bacon with no added nitrites or nitrates? Catherine is certainly not alone in her confusion about processed meat. This is always a hot topic among those who do my 30-day nutrition upgrade program, for example. The daily quiz that we use in that program asks, among other things, whether you ate any cured meats before giving you a nutrition grade for that day. And a lot of people hope that buying uncured bacon or hot dogs will get them off the hook on that question. Well, today, we're going to try to clear up the confusion about what does and does not count as processed meat and why we should even care once and for all. And now, what is the definition of processed meat? Well, the reason it's hard to find a hard and fast definition for processed meat is that there isn't one. This term is defined a little bit differently by everyone. The American Institute for Cancer Research defines processed meat as meat preserved by smoking, curing, or salting, or the addition of chemical preservatives. The World Health Organization has a slightly broader definition. It's meat that has been transformed through salting, curing, fermentation, smoking, or other processes to enhance flavor or improve preservation. The FAO divides processed meats into no fewer than six different categories, and each of those categories includes some things that would meet the AICR definition and other things that wouldn't. And for the National Health and Nutrition Examination Surveys, the NHANES studies that we're always talking about, cured meats such as ham and bacon are put in one category, and processed meats, which include things like hot dogs, sausage, and luncheon meats, whether they're made from meat or poultry, in another category. So it's really no wonder that we're all confused. Personally, I wouldn't classify fresh sausage as a processed meat because it's basically just raw ground meat in a casing. And I also don't consider sliced roast beef or turkey from the deli case to be processed meat because it's essentially the same as turkey or beef that I cook at home and then slice up for sandwiches. Ham, on the other hand, is processed because it's been cured. And that's true whether I cook it at home or I get it sliced from the deli case. Hot dogs, bologna, kielbasa, salami, pepperoni, and bacon are also processed meats. If you're not sure, use the shelf life as a rule of thumb. If you can keep it in the fridge for more than a few days without it going bad, it's probably processed. And that's true even if it's organic or local or preservative-free. But uncured bacon, well, that's obviously okay, right? I mean, it's clearly labeled uncured. You can't get much more unambiguous than that, can you? Well, actually, you can. The truth is that uncured bacon, as well as hot dogs and bologna, are all skating by on a technicality. They've usually been treated with celery juice or powder instead of sodium nitrite. But celery powder is simply a potent natural source of nitrates, and then they convert to nitrites in the meat. So the process and the end product is essentially the same, but a labeling loophole allows products that are made with celery extracts to be sold as uncured. When it comes to their effect on health and nutrition, I think cured and uncured bacon really have to be viewed as equivalent. 
So what exactly is the problem with cured and processed meats anyway? Well, a lot of epidemiological evidence links the consumption of cured and processed meats with an increased risk of heart disease and certain kinds of cancer. Now, the association is a little muddled by the fact that every study has a slightly different definition for processed meat. But the association is so consistent across so many studies and sufficiently significant in magnitude that it's a little hard to ignore. And there are also some plausible mechanisms to explain why these meats might be less healthful than fresh meat. And I'll mention just a couple. Nitrites in meat are converted into carcinogenic compounds called nitrosamines in the digestive tract. And smoking meat or fish can create carcinogenic compounds called polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, or PAHs, and those remain in the cooked product. So both of these offer plausible explanations for why consumptions of these foods is linked with a higher rate of stomach and colon cancer. And if you'd like to read a little bit more about nitrates and nitrites, check out my episode number 68 are nitrites and nitrates bad for you? And then episode number 147, Does Grilled Meat Cause Cancer?, talks a little bit more about the compounds that are created when you smoke or cook meat over direct flames or charcoal. But now for the good news. Even if you love bacon more than your mother, there is no need to despair. There are two things that often get short shrift in discussions about cured and processed meats, dose and context. Let's talk first about dose. The association between cured and processed meats and increased disease risks is only seen with very high consumption of these foods. Translation, you're not going to give yourself cancer by eating a BLT or a hot dog once a week, and neither are your kids. But it's probably not a good idea to eat these things every single day, and that applies to those uncured products as well. And what do I mean by context? I mean, what are you eating that ham or smoked salmon or pepperoni with? Going back to the epidemiological evidence, we see that even when consumption of cured and processed meats is pretty high, those who also eat lots of fruits and vegetables appear to be largely protected from the negative effects. And there are plausible mechanisms to explain this as well. The antioxidants in vegetables can neutralize the nitrosamines I mentioned earlier right there in the digestive tract and protect cells from the harmful effects. And people who eat more vegetables tend to take in more fiber, and that helps to sweep harmful compounds out of the digestive tract. Translation, eat your vegetables. And try to eat a few extra on those occasions when you're enjoying some cured or processed meats. As always, you'll find a complete transcript of the show, along with links to the research and the related episodes that I mentioned at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. Thanks to Catherine for her great question. And if you have something you'd like me to look into for a future show, you can send me an email from our website or just look me up on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page. I look forward to hearing from you. And now have a great week. <music>